Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of an actor's movies Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank Jamie, um, we haven't discussed when this episode's going to go out uh, yep. So I have a pitch okay. uh, that we put it out the day after we put out the uh, Polo Express episode as like an apology. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as a little chaser. I, um, I, I see what you're going for, Al. Um, uh, and, and if this hasn't come out uh, the day after the Polo Express episode people aren't going to know what this means but i definitely see what you're going for because our christmas episode is going to be bad this year i agree with you on that um but having said that that's put a lot of pressure on this episode to be good and i don't Mm. know if i can live up to that Mm. i I can't promise that admittedly i have just before we started recording say i have multiple bits prepared so maybe i should just back my bit making abilities um but i know those bits and i don't Uh, i don't back those bits I mean, I mean, your bits, I assume, are going to be better than our now cut bits, uh, where I made a <laughs> visual opening beginning of pretending to finger myself. Yes, yeah. Uh, that, that I thought would, my parents that, are listening. Yeah. <laughs> that, it, it would, I, I can confirm that my bits will be better than that. If nothing else, they are all audio-based. They are That's all audio-based bits. Jamie, there was a very specific sniff involved in fingering myself. That was the audio component of that and, and And had you been practicing specifically the sniff one makes after they finger themselves? Like, it's a no. different sniff from other sniffs that you make. I mean, I mean, I would like to think so. Uh, but this was, uh, you might be able to tell by the uh, content of the bit itself, a uh, desperate grasp for a bit <laughs> after I found out that you had actually written some lyrics to Come On Eileen. Oh, now you've spelled that bit. Anyway, Alexander, for God's sake, we'd better get started before you steal any more of my bits. Hello, and welcome to Blank Spank Season 2, The Hathaway Stashaway, the show where we chronologically review Anne Hathaway's entire IMDb. I'm Jamie Loxon, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Al Gillespie. Say hello, Al! Feliz Navidad! Sort of, I guess. Yeah, this will probably... I'm, I am, I'm, I'm not going to put this out after the Pearl Express episode, Al, because, I mean, no one's going to listen to that one anyway, so we okay. may as well get this one out ahead of it. Um, uh, I'm on a new microphone today, Alexander. Uh, our original, baby's first microphone, the first one we ever recorded yeah. with, unfortunately, after about six or seven years, has died a death. Oh. Uh, and so I've had to go with a new one. Got to be honest, don't like it as much. Um, I'm staring at my old Blue Yeti there and, and just thinking about how dulcet my tone sounded. Uh, and, and, and I don't like this one as much. I'm, I'm sad and I'm sorry uh, that I did not bother to invest more money. But um, I could not be bothered. <laughs> Fair. But it, it's, it's still, um, how I would say, better than yours. I, I think wow. it's better than yours. Yes. Wow. And I, think, I, did, and, and I did buy this in the middle of a pandemic when I didn't have a job. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so you that's know fair. that's it, this. It's also blue, but it's just a blue snowball. I believe yes. it's called. Yes, yes, and it's smaller and therefore worse. Um, wow. And and I am someone who uh, will spend too much money on technology, and I'm now really having to be like, don't just don't just buy another one. You've just bought one. Don't just buy another one just because you don't really like the sound of this one. Um, uh, what's going on with you, Al? What's going on with you? you got uh, any updates? Uh, any any uh, life stories to before we talk about this film? You know, fun life stories. Uh, I have hit 150 movies that I've seen Ooh. this year. I've seen one new movie a year. Uh, 
So one new movie a week. One new movie a week. Uh, on so it's my 150 list. movies total, and so, well, no, no, that, 150 movies I've seen for the first time. I don't count. Okay, that's okay. That's fucking ridiculous. That's absolutely yeah. absurd, Al. But you've yeah. just said no. You've just said one. Your maths is also awful. You just said one new movie a week. No, there's no, not, no. There's not I, 150 I, fucking weeks. In that, it. I've seen 52 movies released in 2023. Okay, uh, and, Well, now 53. Uh, okay. What's what? I'm not going to listen because I'm just going to be counting no, what's on sure. uh, on my list, uh, which I do count rewatches because otherwise, because um, that's fucking insane. Al, um, I'm just going to have a look at my list. Uh, but what's been your favorite movie you've seen this year, Al? While I don't listen, uh, I'm gonna, I'll run through the top ten in reverse order. Uh, this again I didn't is... ask for that. Uh... Well, I, <laughs> hey, that's that's what I want to give. Uh, which uh, again, it's still still a couple things I've yet to watch, so this may change. Uh, but currently it stands. Uh, Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, in a number ten. What a cute little film. Blackberry at number nine, a movie you would enjoy, Jamie, if you haven't seen already. Uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse at number eight. Fun times. Uh, Oppenheimer number seven. Barbie number six. Oh, Uh, I disagree with that immediately. Anyway, carry on. Bottoms, number five. I, I agree with that. Everyone should see Bottoms. Godzilla minus one, number four. Boo. What a movie. Boo. What a movie. Boo. Get yourself a Godzilla film that can make you cry. Killers of the Flower Moon at three. May December at two and Past Lives at one. Oh, I, I May December disagree. may take the spot in a couple of weeks. I've already disagree. watched it twice. I also disagree with Past Lives, but we've discussed that off the pod um i have seen uh 49 films this year that is not 49 new movies also one of them is the social network two times which i did <laughs> which i did not realize until i was looking at this list just now but i just have it in there twice i and i must have seen it twice i don't remember watching it twice but i've, I've written it in here twice um but yeah 49 new movies uh, not 49 new movies 49 movies i hope to get to uh, to 52 for the year so at least i can say i've watched a movie a week but uh, no they're not all new movies for example the most recent one was uh, me re-watching coach carter oh eileen isn't in here 50 movies um uh, i re-watched coach carter last night strongly recommend coach carter i've been meaning to watch it for a while and i keep on recommending it to people when i'm with them yeah we should watch coach carter no one ever says yes so uh i fucking did it by myself uh, and that's a great film that's a great film, great film. um makes me cry Dude, what yeah. a movie. Yeah. What a movie. A, I, and also, I think last time I watched it, I wasn't as into basketball as I am now. Um, and I, I really appreciated that it does like a good representation of basketball. Like, mm. these people look like they are actually good at basketball and are really playing the sport. Like, they don't hide it with a bunch of cuts and All stuff. Right. So that's cool. I, um, I thought you meant they were just tall boys. No, uh, actually, actually, that, I, I think most of them are quite short. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with that out of the way, Alexander, I do actually need uh, your help uh, with something. Um, I'm I'm back on the uh, the dating apps, uh, and uh, a thing that you know about me uh, is that over the last like nine years or so, uh, is I have made a Christmas card uh, every year, which has been a photo of me in some sort of Christmas theme. Oh. Yeah. Um, has has your one arrived this year? It has arrived. Amazing. Cool. Thanks for like fucking letting me know, Dick. It's in ge- <laughs> once I manage to translate the German, I will send you a thank you message. I, I forgot I did a message in German. Oh, that's me really laughing very hard at my own joke. Um, for anyone who was not an attendant at Al's wedding, um, I pretended to learn German for Al's uh, best man speech uh, because he once gave me a 
board game in German. Um, and so I continued that bit. Sorry, no, I did not pretend to learn German. I learned German, hence why I was able to write uh, my Christmas card to Alan. Really? <laughs> um, anyway, all of that to say, I've got all these photos. Um, and that means uh, I thought, why not? I've made my Hinge profile Christmas themed. They're all the different photos over the last year. So, um, you know, the most recent one is uh, me shirtless in a, in a Christmas themed cooking apron, slicing up a turkey. Um, uh, I've done uh, me looking like the baby Jesus. I did like an 80s themed one of me carrying my uh, cat. All good fun. I've got a date this evening. Uh, with, a, with a lovely lady she's got a phd i think she must be lying because there's no one with a phd who'd be willing to date me but anyway um i've got a christmas theme profile as you also know i've also got a lot of christmas jumpers yeah. the time of year for it why wouldn't i wear a christmas jumper of course. it's a completely normal thing to do however Actually. i've also got a christmas themed profile so if i have a christmas themed profile and then turn up on the date also wearing a christmas jumper does it a continuing the bit on brand great it's funny true, true b make me look like a weird little christmas freak <laughs> <laughs> or c it's just normal normal apparel for the year the time of year alexander i need your help no should, no, should is, i wear a christmas jumper on this date this is interesting because i hadn't thought about the little christmas freak thing before uh <laughs> but when you mentioned it it did it did jump to mind do you have like a christmas scarf you could wear uh, I do not, unfortunately, I do not. Do you have like a little Santa hat? That'd be worse. I d- I'm absolutely not turning up in a Santa hat, Alexander. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, you know, I would suggest maybe wearing one there and then taking it off. Taking it off to very... reveal one of my Christmas t-shirts underneath. Of, of course. <laughs> Thank you very much for your help, Alexander. Um, I appreciate it greatly. Uh, um, before we talk about this, well, we, we shall start the transition to uh, talking about our film. But with that, uh, you already referenced it. It's been a while. Al. We haven't had a parody song in a while. Oh, um, oh, no, well, true. this film's called Eileen. So maybe, maybe it, it inspired me to write a song. But um, uh, I've only got about seven lines, so we're not getting any back and track or anything here. I can't be bothered. It doesn't deserve it. Uh, but let's get straight into it. My fantastic parody song. Who knows of what song, My Alexander? Let's find out. Come on, Eileen. In this film I have seen oh, so many lesbian scenes. Hathaway's blessed to show off her sexiness in this film called Eileen. That's it. That's all I've got. Okay, okay, can I, can, do you want to, I, know, I know you said you only work seven lines, and therefore yeah. I think that means we're open for some workshopping. Some workshop. uh, okay, yeah, cool. You know. um, are you, are you going to criticise me splitting the word sexiness over two lines so it sounds like I say, and Hathaway is blessed for showing off her sex? Is, is that uh, going to be I, your, because that would be my main criticism. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, I, uh, for me, I think there was a missed opportunity that it wasn't come on Annie. Uh, okay, well that that'd be a little bit too subversive for my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. You, need, <laughs> you know, you gotta, for it gotta, to be a parody, keep, has to have some, some recognizable element. I, yeah, you're right. The I come mean, on. Admittedly, doing a parody, like, doing a parody of the song "Come On Eileen," because the film is called Eileen, and then not using come the on, word Annie. Eileen. Oh, I swear, you could be in this movie. <laughs> 
that's all I had. <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> yeah, it? thanks, thanks. So, so uh, I'd, I'd like to show there that, um, you know, some people work on their craft uh, and, yeah. you know, actually try. Um, and that's that's why sketch comedy is better than improv comedy. Um, anyway, that was, we've got a few bits out of the way. Um, Alexander... <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh before we dive into the plot let's talk about i'm sure plenty of people may not have fucking heard of this film because it is the third in a series of anne hathaway films that have been in fucking film festival circuits and then got limited theatrical releases anne hathaway start doing fucking films that get full theatrical releases no, god damn no, it it's so no, fucking annoying no no al, al, no because i no. i could not no. find I could not find a convenient place to watch this in London. As far as I can tell, it's on like two screens across the entirety of London, and I'm not travelling to fucking Islington to watch this movie. So I thought, oh, fine, I will, against my better will and judgment, um, watch this online. I'll find an illegal stream, uh, but there fucking wasn't a decent one. So I watched a camcorder fucking version of this film and I am so, oh so my I, it has been, God. do you know how long Go it's been since I watched Go to Islington. You have the TFL, okay? I'm You've got a decent transit system, you absolute monster. Alexander, I would you would that. Ra- no, you'd rather watch a shitty camcorder view I wouldn't, of this. I wouldn't rather, I would, it, I, I would like to, at least offer a defence, which was, I would have gone to Islington, sure. but I did not know until I came to until watch it this day. morning sure, sure. Okay. that okay. <laughs> I came to watch it this morning, and the only option was available was the camcorder version. If I had done, I just didn't. I didn't think it was possible in 2023 for the only illegal version to be some dude with a fucking camcorder in his goddamn it's not out. cinema. It's been out in cinema for a week. How else would you get a better stream of it? I. Alexander, I can promise you that most other films will have a normal good version that isn't a camcorder version uh, in in less I mean, in less time than that. Uh, the reason that this one doesn't is because no one gives a shit about it because it's been in the fucking film festival circuit for like nine months and now it's getting released on like four uh, screens Jamie, worldwide. Jamie, for a sec- can we? I want to throw out here. I don't think this movie was originally going to be released on December first, twenty twenty three. I think this movie really needs Anne Hathaway out there promoting it. And, oh, I don't know, there was a giant six-month writer and actor's strike which just killed the momentum for anything like this. I I reckon this film was initially going to be, like, November, October and got pushed aggressively into December as a result of the strike. Okay, well, I'd still criticise Anne Hathaway because... She needs to get a fucking wide release. She hasn't. When was the last time Anne Hathaway was in a wide release fucking film? Because even before it was like fucking locked down. I mean, we can see we can see how many uh, where are we? screens this was in, right? God, so she's low time. down on the fucking billing, which is weird. Um, let's have. A look. I think it was an order of. She's she gets the and credit, uh, but one sec. Uh, the witches was just Disney Plus, right? Yeah, but would have been. Did, Why did, had it not been? Uh, the the last thing thing he wanted that was Netflix. So it's Dark Waters in 2019 was the yeah. last wide theatrical release she got. Then she got last thing he wanted on Netflix, uh, which is on Disney Plus. Locked down, um, Armageddon time, which was again narrow theatrical release. Eileen narrow theatrical release. She came to me narrow yeah. theatrical release. And in How the time she had, we crashed. Um, also, it seems, uh, as far as I can tell, she's uh, refusing to leave New Jersey uh, because uh, we crashed shot in New Jersey, Eileen shot in New Jersey, Armageddon time shot in New Jersey. She's just refusing to leave. I don't know, but maybe she came to me, was also shot in New Jersey. That would be quite funny. Let's yeah. find out. Um, 
while I'm uh, finding out whether it's been four films in a row where they were shooting in New Jersey, uh, principal, photography uh, principal photography was set to take place in late 2021 in New York City, which I hear is pretty near New Jersey. Ah. Anne Hathaway, get the fuck off the East Wait, Coast. Wait, this not set in New Jersey. It's not set in New Jersey, but it's filmed no. in New Jersey. Okay, right. I, I, I saw this from an interview. She's just like, all of her shit she's been filming for the last like three years has all been uh, filmed in New Jersey. Anne Hathaway, get yourself to fucking Vancouver, film something set in Seattle, uh, and have a better time. It's, um, I mean, it's not getting a, so, so I'll agree, it's not getting a wide, wide release. It's, what I think the idea is, is there are certain films like this which would probably benefit from a bit of a rollout. So like, this going to like 3,000 screens initially, not a good move. Like, it would bomb very hard. The per screen average would be shit and it'd be out of cinemas in two weeks. I think what they're trying to do is like, I know back in December it was expanding up to 400, 600 screens. My guess is it's not going to get much beyond that. I agree, that's not a, it's not a particularly wide release. This is released by, uh, it's Elevation, right? Like, it's Neon, which is a sub brand of Elevation Pictures. Uh, I guess Universal as well. No. Oh, they did Colossal, uh, which I didn't really realize. Yeah, I mean, it's an indie, it's an indie movie. This is my thing. We'll get we'll get into the film. I continue to feel these are the right movies for Anne Hathaway to be making okay. because they make her more interesting. Hundred percent, this movie is way more interesting uh, than anything I, okay. she did in the last ten I, years. I, 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 I will. I will. I will accept that. I will. I. I. I, I will accept. That considering some of the fucking dross we've watched Anne Hathaway be in, yeah, this is a, this is a better move. This is absolutely a better move. I am perhaps it, this is this is more a straw that broke the camel's back because I didn't think Armageddon time was that great. I really hated she came to me, uh, and we crashed. You didn't and... really hate you like two star disliked it. You didn't uh, really hate I didn't, it. I didn't really hate it, but it wasn't fucking good. It, it was oh, the worst fair. film I saw this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and like then having all the stuff wow. that goes to streamers in like lockdown and the witches and the last thing he wanted, like it's I will fully accept that out of the things that she's made since Dark Waters. Spoiler alert! This is probably the best. Um, uh, so I'm not criticizing this one specifically. I'm just saying, as a general trend, Anne Hathaway, get back in good big movies. You've done your little indie shit for a little no. while. Uh, Congratulations! Uh. You've probably got a little bit more. I'm sure you've had a great time doing these things, and you've probably got a little bit more clout from like, you know, cool up and coming um, filmmakers from a few of these performances. So now cash that fucking cachet in Wait. and make something big and better would it make you feel better or worse if i told you that it looked almost 100 percent like the next seven movies most of which are indie films so I the next would, one I, is, I, I, that would make me feel a lot fucking worse <laughs> that would make me feel a lot the next fucking one is worse the idea obviously. of you which i think is based on a um uh fan fiction where a 40 year old woman has sex with her oh yes 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 no i do i'm looking forward to that one that one's gonna be very yeah, funny that, that uh, one, looking forward to uh, a movie called The Life... So that's the idea of you. There's a movie called The Life... Now, this one sounds kind of good. Grace Winter, a young woman on trial for murder, recounts the tale of how she survived in a shipwreck at sea in a lifeboat that initially carried too many people. Uh, she's playing the main character in that. I I'm hoping Anne Hathaway eats some people, okay? <laughs> that's that's what I'm hoping. Uh, give, uh, me, give me my Anne Hathaway cannibal movie. Uh, uh, we don't need to run down it. We're going to talk about those movies when they fucking no, come No, no, I, 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 we did this previously. I, I just want to let people know what's coming up. Okay, David Robert Mitchell, who I forget who the hell David Robert Mitchell is every time, 
It Follows. I, I don't like It Follows. So it sounds like maybe a horror movie, uh, which will make you sad. Mystery thriller is getting said as. Um, and blah, 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 blah. then there's obviously the Sesame Street movie we've spoken again. Mother's Instinct, which is seemingly by a French director. Um, which will be interesting. Benoit Delum. Benoit. Benoit. Uh, who directed Lady Shetley's Lover? Um, I, 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 I just ow, want to ow. go through these. This, this one of the, no, no, the one I'm interested. The one I'm okay. interested in is he's in a mo- She is going to be in a movie directed by David Lowry, and I do really like David Lowry. Okay, um, and, and for and for the people at home, who is who is he? Director of the Green Knight, uh, Ghost Story. Oh, the Green Knight's the fucking weirdest movie I've ever seen in my life. I, that, and that's dragon. not a bad thing, but it is the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my life. You've seen too many you normal s- movies, my no, friend. No, you see cum in that movie, Al. You actively see cum. What? You see yeah, cum, you see, like, you being see... projectiled onto something. You see cum not... in um, uh, something about Mary. Uh, you know, th- what's wrong I, with cum, Jamie? You, you Free don't the cum. You d- come on, Free you, don't the really, cum. you don't really see cum in... So, come on, you know that's not, like... It's it's it that that you can tell that's fucking goop. Uh, whereas, oh, but it's because it's, it's yeah, real cum. In the Green Knight, I like I wouldn't be fucking surprised if that was real fucking cum. <laughs> <laughs> um, that feels like something you'd hear on the playground where someone's like, "Oh, you chose this movie called Green Knight because they, they use real cum." <laughs> no, that, that you can tell. You can tell. Like if you listen, if you watch the behind the scenes, you can hear Dev Patel going. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so this movie, Eileen, we did a whole bunch of talking not about it. Um, I asked you to tell people about it. Um, it is a movie based on uh, a book by the same name from 2015 by uh, Atessa Moshe, a very popular book at the time. Um, it is directed by William Oldroyd. This is only his second ever movie. His first movie was uh, Lady Macbeth, starring Florence Pugh. I have not seen that. Have you seen that, Alexander? I have not, but people do love it. That is the thing which made... Uh... Which made Florence Pugh a big star. Yeah, and um, uh, Anne Hathaway in her interview, her recent Actors on Actors interview with the other woman from fucking uh, Devil Wears Prada. Um, oh, God. What's her goddamn name? There's John Krasinski. Why do I remember that before? I remember yes, Emily Blunt. Uh, Emily Blunt. Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. Um, with Emily Blunt, she says uh, she'd saw uh, William Oldroyd's uh, Lady Macbeth, and that's what made her want to work with him. Um and also stars uh, Thomas M. McKenzie, who uh, has actually had a massive career despite being uh, only 23. Uh, she was a child Jojo actor. Rabbit? Yeah, she was in Jojo Rabbit. She was a child actor in... Um... Fucking, what was the name? In The Hobbit. Uh, she was a child actor in The Hobbit, and then she's also been uh, in The King, which is that uh, Timothy Chalamet film. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, uh, old, as in The Beach that makes you uh, the power of the dog last night in Soho uh, and now this. So she's uh, really um, been a lot of big movies for, for a young actress. And she has a, a, it's easy to see why a, she's very good. B she looks fucking weird. She has a weird face. Um, is, she, is, is she very good? Oh, I think she's great in this. Um, I also think I, it might be colored by the fact that I think she's brilliant in Jojo Rabbit. Um, uh, I think but, she's good in Jojo Rabbit. I, I often find her, um, accent work a little bit affected. Um, um, I think it's helped in this film by the fact that uh, Anne Hathaway is uh, chewing on the fucking scenery. Uh, yeah! <laughs> I fucking um, love that shit! Um, uh, so yeah, it, we will uh, obviously get into the plot. As you say, it's uh, had a been on uh, the film festival scene for a while, been through Sundance, etc. 
Um, but let's get into it, Al, because this film begins, and I'm stealing your bit uh, for this episode because uh, I want to. Uh, this film begins, as all good films should, with a woman shoving snow into her vagina, Alexander. That is how this movie begins. We have a young... You're looking at me like that's not how this uh, film begins. Uh, that Jamie, is like the second Jamie, thing I, I, don't, I realize you went to an all-boys all school, so maybe, hey, you didn't learn that much about the female anatomy, but I don't think she shoves it into her vagina. I think she shoves it on to her labia okay? okay there is a okay. difference ask anyone <laughs> into into is the issue you had with it uh, and vagina <laughs> uh labia okay right i'll all right i'll explain it in God, more anatomical so detail disgu- but i'll, I'll describe it in more sick. anatomical detail because that's going to be more fun for everyone Alexander. yeah yeah sorry guys this um, episode, um, so yeah uh we open uh thomas and mckenzie is watching now uh alexander i am gonna have to ask uh because <laughs> because i was watching a shitty camcorder version of this um do we know who the people she's watching make out in a car are no. Do we know who they, they don't come up again? No. I didn't. She think just goes so. out to make out point to watch people to masturbate. watch people and then masturbate with snow. Now again, Alexander, you've already pointed out, and maybe I don't know a lot about the uh, the ladies <laughs> anatomy. Do you know why she does that? Yeah, because she's. I, I, I think she is trying to uh, like pour cold water on it. I think she's she's yeah, so, so that, as we that, see from this opening that is sequence. Yeah, that is like, essentially what I'm trying to ask. Like, is she actually using it to masturbate, or is no. she trying to like cool, cool herself? Yeah, is it like the female version of taking a cold shower? So, as we see a little bit, uh, also in this opening sequence, uh, at some point she kind of uh, goes home and does this weird thing where she will like eat sweets, or she'll like suck on sweets. And then just, like, spits them out. So she's just gotten the sweetness, but she hasn't eaten them. And I think it's meant to be, like, an ex- uh, a kind of uh, precursor to that. It's that, like, she, you know, feels like she can remain pure and whatever if she just, uh, you know. Uh, okay. Okay, so. Kind of. So, I think so in that opening scene, she is, she is. <laughs> Okay, I was edging herself. About, I was about, she's edging herself. That's, that is about the most appropriate way. I was about to use way worse terms. I'm very glad you caught me. Uh, yeah, she's she's essentially edging herself, and then uh, it, it's it's like the uh, the like solo version of soaking. Like it, it, you're finding you're finding a loophole. You're yeah, letting yourself yeah. get there, but then if you chuck snow on it, it doesn't count. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, she comes back. She's uh, we quite quickly uh very clearly learn that um her father is uh, a little bit of a deadbeat uh, she goes to work she works in a juvenile detention facility she is uh, quite clearly the youngest person there she yeah. gets a lot of uh side eyes from the uh, older women who Can are we... uh, criticizing her etc yes what would you like to say who when you saw this dad it reminded me of a father in a tom hanks film we watched uh do you remember what i'm talking about because i've forgotten the name completely it's, no, I did not. Tom Hanks plays uh like his a dad sucks. He's like it's directed by Gary Marshall. Um, Is it no- nothing in common? Is that what you think? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It, 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 the weirdest portrayal of an alcoholic father. I feel of just like this guy who's just absolutely repugnant in every way. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we're going to get to that, Al. That might be one of the games we're going to play later. Um, <laughs> um, Stop so, yeah. commenting on the movie, Al. It's in the game. 
um, so yeah, she's at work. Um, she's letting uh, all the mothers in to go and visit the, the their children who are uh, being kept in the juvenile facility. Um, they're all behind, you know, a, a glass window. She's looking through and she spots um, oh, a spicy little prison guard, Alexander. Goodness gracious, he looks like a a hot little piece. She gives him the eyes and. What's going on? He's coming round. He's coming through the door, and oh goodness, he starts he starts railing her right in front of all these old ladies. And, yeah. and no, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not doing a bit. He does start railing yeah. them in front yeah, of yeah. all these old ladies, right up against the glass window. She's, She's having a time of her life, and all oh, suddenly there. we cut, we cut, and oh, it was actually it was her daydreaming, Alexander. The the movie, the movies, they've, they've tricked you. They've tricked you into thinking something was happening, but actually oh. it was a daydream. I wonder if they'll do that again. Um, so, yeah, she uh, she was daydreaming about getting railed by the uh, the old uh, officer there. Um, whoa, whoa, then... while masturbating at work. While masturbating at work, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> that's when she then, like, oh, wow. she then God goes for, in... God forbid a woman have hobbies, Al. God, stop criticizing. It, there is a giant glass window behind her. She's masturbating, and then before going to let the kids out, she snips her fingers. <laughs> this character is kind of gross, okay? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, important yeah, we bit, flag that it's, she's a weird, dirty girl who's gross. Uh, that is true. Um, she comes back uh, f- uh, home from work. I think we also see that the old psychiatrist is retiring or leaving um, uh, to make way for potentially Anne Hathaway's character who's going to come in, but we haven't met her yet. Uh, Thompson uh, keeps, uh, goes home. Uh, her dad is, uh, you know, drunk, like like them alcoholics be. Um, uh, and they have an argument at home. Um, uh, at this point, I believe I got an advert in my <laughs> in my film. Did that did that happen in yours, Al? Was there an advert for an online slot company in this? No, film? that's that's surprising. I didn't have an advert for an online slot uh, company may, when I went maybe to the I, may, Bear Light Box. Maybe, maybe it was an early cut that I got. <laughs> um, um, anyway, she uh, goes back to work the next day. Uh, there's a decent amount to this film where not a lot happens, but uh, Anne Hathaway uh, arrives. She's the new uh, psychiatrist, and she's from Harvard, darling. She uh, she corrects him. I think she said, where does he said she went to some other university, and she corrects him like yeah. Harvard. Uh, she is a, a blonde uh, blonde lady in this film, short little. Would you call it a bob, Alexander? I know nothing yeah. about women's anatomy, and no. I include her in that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, Anne Hathaway and um, uh, and Thomas in there, they're, they're making eyes at each other across the room uh, in a room that is mostly other uh, men, unsurprisingly, in the um, uh, prison industrial prison complex. Um, in oh, we should have also said this uh, film is set in the 1960s uh, in Massachusetts. Um, yeah, they immediately uh, hit it off a little bit, having a little bit of a conversation. Thomas in is clearly uh, taken by uh, this this lovely lady, uh, Anne Hathaway, and who wouldn't be with her ridiculous Boston accent. Um, they then have a, uh, like a, like a, a Christmas show? Yeah, this is technically a Christmas no, so, movie. So yeah. there's could, two things that we are could, important. We could, we, could, we, we could stop doing Park Teller Express every year. This Just, is a Christmas no, no, no. movie. I, if, once again, <laughs> Catch Me If You Can is also a Christmas movie. That is on the table every year, and every nah, year we don't. Nah. But this is a Christmas movie, I agree. Uh, The only thing which I think is important to set up at this point uh, is uh, at some point uh, we see that uh, she's staring out the window at her boy um, repeatedly. Uh, We're not sure why. 
later on, her father uh, lets us know that um, he says, oh, that boy's there, uh, the one who killed his dad, who was a cop. Um, uh, oh, yeah. It, it made called Lee Polk, who stabs his dad, uh, who's a cop. Uh, Rebecca's been looking after him, and at some point, Eileen reads his file. Uh, and they have uh, like yeah, a we are we are nowhere near that point now because you have skipped past um one the little game I want to play, um which is that uh, around this time uh, Eileen she uh, sorry we have not mentioned that Thomasin is uh, is the titular Eileen, um uh, and Anne Hathaway is playing uh, Rebecca, um Thomasin the first day she comes back after uh, Anne Hathaway. Uh, she's met Anne Hathaway and she's feeling herself. She's pretty happy having met Anne Hathaway. She's got a bit of a friend uh, in her. Uh, and she has a conversation with her father, Alexander. And, well, he's he's not the most reassuring man in the world. So we're going to do a little improv exercise, Alexander. Okay. Um, sure. I'm going to be the father. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be the, the Eileen. Uh, and I'd like you to just... Um, just tell me about something that happened at work. It doesn't have to be oh. what Eileen actually does. Uh, but I'm, And then I'm going to do a, a nice idea of how this father might sure. respond. I had a doozy of a day, Pop. Oh, you had a doozy of a day, did you? You had a doozy of a day. What happened to your, what happened to your work? Oh, see, I went into the toilet because I had to go pee. But someone had left a giant shit. What a doozy. Oh, oh! You went into work, and then someone, and then you went into the loo. There was a shit there. Yeah, no, I remember. I remember going into work one time, going into the toilet, and there was a, there was a man bleeding out. His whole guts were just spilling out from the center of him. Uh, someone had sliced him from from fucking nut to to nut to neck, and he was. Just, I saw his entire insides, and he and he said his last words to me. He said his last words, but I couldn't even make him out because he was gargling so much. Oh, it was the. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that shit on the floor was was great for you. Also, I, w- I want to make it clear at this point uh, that I think you're going to kill yourself in the future. I just thought it important to say this because I actually say this in the movie uh, and I thought it important to also say it this time. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, do you think that's, that's a decent I decent idea, a, give an a, idea of how this it, man responds? It's a decent approximation, yeah. No, no, th- throw me another one. Let's, 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 okay. let's, see, okay. let's see if he responds okay. differently. So you, uh, again, you've come home from work, you're, you're, you're with your, your loving father, he's got, he's, he's on his seventh beer. Uh, what happened to work today? Oh, I, it was a real doozy, Pop. It was my birthday, so I brought in a cake, and I gave it to some of the other secretaries. And they said, wow, this was the best cake I ever ate. Oh, that's nice. You, you had a little birthday at work. That's cute. That's real cute, that is. Yeah, no, I remember having a birthday at work. I was... I went in, I went in with my cake, and um, we lit the candles, and, and it burned my friend Tommy alive. He just he just lit up like a fucking firework. He just burned, burned to death. I was holding it in my arms, and I was going, Tommy, Tommy, no, why? Why did you have to do this to me, Tommy? And I watched the light sort of seep out of his eyes. It was... Yeah, but I'm sure you're fucking. You you, you held him Also, I just want to make, wait. No, before up. you, I just want to make it clear. I think you're gonna kill yourself. In the future. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 more or less what happens in the scene. He describes uh, having a time at work where someone died on him, uh, and he also, uh, I think he, they get into it by uh, her saying, like him saying, this film is uh, very misogynistic if you hadn't figured it, uh, and rooted in the patriarchy. And he goes, oh, yeah, no, when he's talking about the, the Polk kid, as you were saying. To, about I, mean, I don't think the film is misogynistic so much as there are characters who are very misogynistic in the yes, film. Yes, that, yeah, that's obviously what I meant. Um, the, the film itself is not coming down on the side of the men on this one. <laughs> yeah. um, this uh, is why we don't <laughs> let women work. 
um yeah he's like oh but you know that kid does that but but you wouldn't do that you know i, cu- I couldn't see you doing that because you're a goyle and goyles i couldn't imagine you with a knife and she's like could you imagine me with a gun and then uh, and then he goes yeah no i could i'm could yeah when i when i'm no longer around yeah i could see you with a gun just fucking killing yourself because you know you can have nothing to do with your life he's a great dad al he's a delightful fantastic dad. father fantastic um, father anyway so yeah we ha- that that whole scene is like one shot on thomasin the entire time which i really like uh just slowly zooming in on her face um but yeah you're right uh we have anne hathaway brings in uh polk's mother um that day i believe uh and uh, has a little conversation with her and the kid Mm -hmm. uh, but it doesn't seem to go well for some reason she's not quite sure why um but the uh the mum like storms out going how could you how could you how dare you um and anne hathaway at that point uh, just sort of goes ah don't don't, don't worry about that love um do you want to grab a drink do you want to grab a drink later maybe we she's not uh cockney in this film obviously um yeah she offers uh to to young thomasin would you like to go and grab a drink she's new in town she's new in in town i do like the idea of just this like (laughs) cockney and hathaway going to harvard yes down in massachusetts yeah um uh yeah so they go get a drink um they go get a drink. She uh, spends a long time getting ready. She's like shaving her legs and putting on like a nice dress and a coat. Um, and yeah, they go and meet at uh, the one bar in town. Uh, and what happens at the bar, Alexander? Yeah. So when they're at the bar, uh, they kind of meet up. Uh, Anne Hathaway's already a couple uh, drinks in. Uh, Rebecca's a couple drinks in. At this point, she's drinking martinis. Uh, Eileen shows up and is really chilly. Uh, she has to drive down uh, because her car engine just spews smoke uh into the uh car so they have so to, she has to drive with the windows down <laughs> yep uh so she comes in she's wearing all her mum's clothes uh she rebecca's like oh let's get you a whiskey and a uh beer uh they kind of chat for a little bit we learn that uh eileen's mother died recently she was in uh well she came back is it recently i feel like it was a yeah like four a, years well, like uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, d- I don't I don't wish to diminish people to not still be suffering from that sort of thing a few years but yeah like a few years ago rather than like last month yes uh at this point uh you know they they kind of chat about it a little bit kind of um Rebecca kind of uh talks a little bit about her background but obviously not too too much uh, at this point some guys start hitting on them uh Rebecca pretends to be Eileen Eileen pretends to be uh Rebecca uh, they start dancing. Uh, Rebecca just absolutely elbows a guy uh, right in the face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he comes, yeah, to, and like... I've got to be honest. I think this is the most unrealistic part of the movie because a, no, in yes. 1960s Massachusetts, a woman elbows a man in the face. A that man does not react. He doesn't like get back up and get very angry. Yeah. But also, no one else in this bar reacts to this happening because they just seen her kill a man. You're right, Jamie. He doesn't get back up. He's dead. <laughs> um, uh, and then they they have like a, a slow dance, um, all, all all winding together. Thompson clearly getting one of those looks on her face that she gets sometimes. Um, and uh, yeah, they uh, kiss as they uh, go to leave. Which this movie never really reckons with the fact that Anne Hathaway, I guess, is supposed to be anywhere between 20 and 30 years older than this uh, this young girl but 
Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean they Jamie, leave. Jamie, I don't think Anna Hathaway's meant to be great in this movie. But also, she's, That's only, just, she's, That's just, she's only, I don't know if she's meant to be 20 to 30. She's just graduated with her PhD from Harvard. Not PhD, sorry. Her, She's a psychiatrist, so she'll have gotten her doctorate from Harvard. So she's probably meant to be playing 30. It's, yeah. It's, I, yeah, it's possible I realize Anne Hathaway is in reality like 18 years older. I, I think she's meant to be playing anywhere from like 30 to, let's say, 34. Uh, but no, yeah. I, I agree. Again, um, again, we'll get into why I think it's a, yeah. um, it's a uh, weird so movie. Eileen, yeah, Eileen uh, clearly uh, a little bit released by, uh, uh, by her kiss and also having seen uh, Rebecca elbow someone in the face. She goes back to the bar. Um, she's like smoking in the bar the guy behind the bar is like hey watch yourself I don't want to have trouble with your dad and she's like you're not going to have trouble with my dad um, and then we have a hard cut to uh, vomit on the front car, front seat of the car um, and I want to say that they don't really hold it for very long um, but this is genuinely like the most realistic actually catastrophically messy after a night that i've seen shown in a film like normally they really like oh just someone holding their head and going oh and like maybe they've got like their makeup and still night before this is viscerally gross there is vomit yeah. all over the seat she is like still like spittle coming out of her mouth like her entire face looks completely fucked um yeah she's a, crashed a very a car. good she's crashed her car like it's a genuine very like oh no this person has had a fucking night um and she notices the keys aren't in there she sort of stumbles out the car goes in and she's knocking on the window and her dad won't let her in uh, she manages to get in and her dad throws her i think the bible is it the bible no, she throws it oliver twist <laughs> is it oliver twist <laughs> oliver twist he's like read it cover to cover yeah read it cover to cover they didn't uh, yeah they oh fucking hell that's very funny uh, they, now he does reference it by word and yeah. i was thinking that's a bit weird but you know i was on a camcorder couldn't tell that it was oliver twist um yeah he's like read oliver twist cover to cover and he's like no I, I need to get the work dad i need to get the work um uh and eventually uh he does give her the keys um as she's going to leave and she's cleaning up the car, a police officer comes by uh, and says that he has to take away the guy's gun. Maybe because he's a violent drunk, which is, you know, for 1960s Massachusetts, that's pretty fucking progressive. I've got to be honest. <laughs> Taking away a guy's gun because no, he's a clearly sorry. violent no. individual. It's because earlier in the movie, we have seen him at least waving the gun around the street while really drunk. Okay. And then it's, and then, and then specifically the incident which gets taken away is a teacher saw him like training the gun on school children as they like walked out of school. Yeah, gotta be honest, that's still pretty progressive for 1960s Massachusetts. Um, anyway, she makes it into work uh, pretty late, understandably, uh, because she's uh, a bit of a mess. She gets some very snarky comments by her older co-workers, and then she's like, where's Rebecca? Uh, and they're like, ah, she's already gone home for Christmas. And uh, Eileen's, Eileen's sad about that. Uh, she goes and falls asleep holding uh, Rebecca's desk for some reason. Um... I think at some point around here, uh, I think it's when, when she's taking the gun away, we have another one of those uh, misdirects by the, the film where she takes the gun away and then we just get a shot of her shooting herself and then it cuts back and obviously she hasn't shot herself. I think we may have missed one other one of those earlier. But yeah, been a couple of these misdirects where she's daydreaming um, of either violence or, or horrible or 
<laughs> violence or horrible or sex was what I was going to say. But um, in my experience, horrible and sex. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm interested to know where that was going to end, but let's move on. Uh, so. Uh, so she's uh, very sad that Rebecca's not around. She gets back one time. And you will have to clarify for me. Mm. What has happened to her dad when he's at the hospital? Oh, he's uh, fallen over. He was trying to go up the stairs and he kind of fell over and hit his head. Okay, cool. I, it was very unclear to me whether he had tried to kill himself. Um, but it didn't seem that way. But again, mm. I was watching on a fucking camcorder. It made it a little bit more difficult. So yeah, he's uh, he's had quite a severe injury. Uh, the doctor, uh, who is in a Santa hat, um, is like, look, if he, if he stops drinking, uh, he might die. Uh, but if he carries on drinking, he's definitely gonna die so um maybe take the might over the definite uh that's just my my professional medical opinion um i mean she has been uh, buying her dad two bottles of whiskey every day uh which is at this point i was like oh is she trying to kill him like is she trying to get this guy to drink himself to death i don't think she is she's 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 certainly not actively stopping it and no. and having uh having well, now very much having yes having, I've, i had not considered pot- potential connections to something else that happens later in this movie but uh well, maybe we'll loop back around to that yeah. um anyway um uh she's uh in the bath uh after getting her dad back from the hospital uh and there's a phone call phone call coming mm. through and it's it's rebecca She's like, do you want to come over for Christmas Eve? Yeah, I fucking do, baby. Let's go. Um, And so she rocks up at uh, Rebecca's house. Um, They're having. What's uh, she wearing, Jamie? uh, She's wearing her mum's dress. What what colour is that dress? Red. Uh I think. Uh Do you not remember the lyrics of Come on, Eileen, Jamie? Oh, uh, no, I had not. uh, (laughs) I had not put that together. Yes. Come on, Eileen. In your red oh, dress. I swear what he means. Ah, oh, come on. Let's take off everything. That pretty red dress. There you go. There we go. There we go. Um, I don't know whether that was deliberate, but um, I imagine it so was. So she's uh, she's turned up with a bottle of wine, uh, and they do a trick which I've learned uh, out. So the opening the bottle trick, um, yeah. uh, which uh, Anne Hathaway I've does. Where, well, according to Anne Hathaway in this interview. This work. This was a real thing they actually did on set. Sure. Uh, to me, I feel like you'd absolutely smash the bottle. She basically just slams I, it I bottom feel like first you'd smash into the a wall. wall. That's yeah. my thing. I, I like I the bottle. The bottle. I because I've tried it before, but I think probably without enough force. Um, well, I just think you. Yeah. I. I. Anyway, you that's slam the it. Apparently, the shoes there is there to like soak up yeah. the vibration yeah so you stick you stick the bottle in a shoe and then you slam it bottom first into the wall and it basically propels the uh, the cork out the other way apparently they uh they did it first take like first time she like opened it and they were like well we can't use that you can't do it first fucking time man um uh so they had to do it again uh, they get the bottle uh, and it's uh, some terrible wine um, there's uh, some some little scenes of. of it's a gross of, house. It's the house. It's a is weird gross. house, like uh, especially for depressed. someone who's, who's a fucking psychiatrist who went to Harvard, and she's like uh, offering her wine in a mug. It's it's odd. Um, anyway, uh, Anne Hathaway is clearly a little bit unhinged. She's like talking about how you know she really likes it here because she gets to you know release things like she can just scream whenever she likes, and then she screams really fucking loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, 
And this conversation keeps going. And then uh, Anne Hathaway at some point. And I want to make it clear, dear listeners, that we are at now at this point an hour into this movie. Mm. It is only a 90 minute movie. There is about 20 to 25 minutes left. Yeah. Um, and Anne Hathaway goes, so oh, it first reveals uh, that she'd spoken to the Polk kid. Um, and that what happened is well, uh, she th- doesn't she also yeah. first no no she first says I think we have similar feelings for things yes and Eileen is like oh yeah I think we do uh, eyeing her up and she goes now, now wait so help help me here does yeah. the big reveal happen before or after she talks about the situation with the Polks in general uh, she says how do you feel about uh, the Polk kid. And she goes, why? And she goes, well, the first thing... And then, I think at that point, she then says... Um, the big the big reveal, reveal which is... Um, so, the first thing you need to know is uh, that... Uh, I hope this isn't my house. The Polk lady is... The Polk wife is tied up downstairs in the basement. Um, and I knew that this film was a thriller. And... But, well, I knew this film was a thriller because I had been told it was sure. a thriller. And the only way I had thought it was a thriller throughout the first hour was waiting for when it became a thriller. Otherwise, I would have had no indication at all. So this is a very wild left turn. Yeah. And even though I knew, considering this was a thriller and I had no signs of a thriller up until this point, I knew something wild was going to happen. Yep. That line still really caught me I, off guard. I, I think she I, just goes out of nowhere. I've got the Polk mother tied up downstairs in the basement. This isn't my house. Really yeah. caught me off guard. Yeah, that's my thing. I, I The film kind of sets you up to think, okay, what's going to happen is they're going to be gay and then they're going to kill the dad and then they're going to run off, right? Like that's that's probably going to be the uh, twist is, not even twist, just, just you know, they, they start dating and the dad doesn't like it so they kill him and they run off and they leave Massachusetts. Uh, yeah. Oppressive Massachusetts. Um Instead, the twist is visceral. It is an incredibly visceral twist, and the house is so it's gross wild. that you think yeah. you, what you think is uh, her being manic depressive. That it turns out that like you're like okay, so she's like bipolar or something, and she can't take care of herself. Yeah. At some point, she brings out some. She's like I'm being a bad host. <laughs> she takes out some cheese and like a pickle, which tastes so bad that Thomas and Mackenzie t- like sucks on. It's like this is gross, and puts back in the jar, which is yeah. so gross. Um. um no, it's a, it's a, at this point, but, yeah. uh, Eileen is like, what the fuck? So now thinking about it, I think she must have said what she learned about the Polk family before because Eileen basically immediately leaves. Sure. But, so what she says she learns is that she had a conversation with the son. Um, and what? She was trying to figure out why would a kid do that? Oh, that was a really funny line, actually. She goes, you know, like, why would anyone kill their father? And, and Eileen just goes, everyone wants to kill their father. <laughs> and goes, wait, what? No, no who told you that? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, she reveals that she was like, really, like, why would someone just kill their father? Um, and she wanted to know why. And uh, she just asked the kid, like, what did your dad do to you? Um, and he just told her immediately, like, no one had bothered to ask. And um, in doing that, she then invited the mum in and basically confronted her with that idea that she must have known that um, uh, what was going on between her husband and her son um and the mum like runs away uh, and that is why she now has her tied up in the basement because well, she, she yeah. came around yes. and she was like try accusing her basically uh and then how how does she actually end up like getting in a fight so with the, her? The, the story basically is she goes around once accuses her nothing happens 
at some point she comes around again a second time uh this time the mum like physically uh, uh, i think according to telling physically attacks her um scratches her back really badly which we see uh eileen then pushes her down the stairs to the basement she gets knocked out so she ties her up to the uh pillar and uh, at that point, she's then kind of stuck there. So that then she can. Yeah. Uh, and then she calls up. She, she calls up Rebecca. Um, uh, calls up Eileen. Sorry. And this is all happening while I, she's explaining this while Eileen has tried to leave the house immediately because that's wild, right? Um, and uh, she's like, "I thought you did this because you liked me. I thought you called me because you liked me." And Rebecca is like, "No, no, no, no! I do, I do, I do. Uh, can you just like?" help me though like i just need her to get a confession i just need a confession out of her because like i need a confession and a witness and then and then it will all be fine um and uh, you know what al if i was a uh touch starved repressed bisexual 23 year old in massachusetts in the 1960s and anne hathaway came to me and kind of touched my arm and then went can you like just commit a couple federal crimes for me yeah i'd i'd go yeah let's fucking do it i've got a gun in my fucking car let's go uh, which is what she does she yeah. goes and gets the gun um and they go downstairs and i really like um i sort of saw a comment on this so i'm slightly stealing this but um i really like the use of lighting between uh the scene in the basement and basically every other scene hmm. where like throughout this film like when eileen is getting to like branch out and do all the sexy fun things it's all like dim lighting sexy lighting reds blues etc and then like when she's dealing with her dad or shit like that it's like yeah. really bright lighting and it's like the stark reality and like obviously normally you you go down into a basement and expect a dark room but it's like blaringly bright in there as eileen is like confronted with the stark reality of Oh, there's actually a woman fucking tied up against a post here. Mm. Oh no, this is this is bad. Uh, and I did laugh uh, when she flicks on the light, and there is just a lady tied up there. It's such an absurd-looking yeah. shot. Um, so yeah, uh, Anne Hathaway unties her. Uh, she starts screaming immediately. Uh, so uh, Eileen comes up to her and just goes, "Look, all you need to do is just confess. You just gotta tell us what you were doing, and it's gonna be fine." And she's like, I'm not going to fucking do that. And then Eileen points the fucking gun straight at her goddamn face. And she's like, tell me what you fucking did. Um, and yeah. so we then get a really long monologue by the Polk Mother here, which goes into some very dark topics. So I'm not going to uh, no. go over it. Rest too assured. Much, but basically, she, yeah. she talks about how uh, she felt very unloved by her husband and that the only times in which she would feel loved was when he was then going and molesting their son and so she she didn't she didn't know what to do what could i do yeah um and she gets to the end of that monologue yeah. we've been watching this the whole time and then she goes come on honey like, actively enabling the rape like it just, yes yeah, yeah no like yeah, yeah yeah what what can i do as in like what would you expect me to do this was the only way i felt connected to my husband and we yeah. had we'd lost that connection since i had the kid etc um and she finishes it off going oh but honey eileen you wouldn't understand you know you haven't got a husband yet when you get older you'll she doesn't say it in that tone i mean still has the gun on her <laughs> yeah um uh and then uh we get she gets shot she gets yeah, shot in the shot. shoulder and um i want to say that very clearly what the film is trying to do 
is throughout the film, you've had various levels of these wild things happen, and then it cut back, and oh, it was actually her dreaming. And your immediate thought here should be, ah, it's her dreaming. But to me, that was so obviously what they were doing that I immediately thought, oh, this is going to be the one where she's not dreaming. And that is, of course, what happened. So I think I think they overegged that one a little bit. Um, But yeah, clearly the intention is you're supposed to think this is another daydream. Yeah. And then it holds on that for a little bit. And I think when you notice it is it cuts to Anne Hathaway also freaking out. Um, And it's like, oh, no, this one's real. Um, And what? So Anne Hathaway says, why did you do that? And she just really coldly goes, I was upset. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck it out. That's wild. There's some context to the scene, which I think is, like, worth throwing in here, where, like, earlier in the film, she and her dad, her dad's like, oh, you're interesting now. Have a drink with me. Um, So they have a drink. And the dad's like, effectively, you're an NPC. You are, you are a, uh, you're not even really a person. Like, some people are main characters. You're nobody. And I think, you know, they (laughs) do things. They decide all that kind of shit. And I think that plays in here where it's like, she's been made to feel like she's a, a non-existent being so much that she's like, she kind of just does this. She shoots uh, this woman in the chest. Uh, and Hathaway then uh, just starts housing the pills down yeah. her throat. I, I think it's codeine or something, which codeine, she had mentioned yeah. she'd used to make a knockout before. And they just like force it down her throat. It's a very visceral scene as they're trying to like make her swallow the codeine. Um, uh, Anne Hathaway is in tears. Uh, and she's like, what do we do? Uh, and Eileen's like, we'll take her to my dad's. My dad's a raging drunk anyway. This is his gun. We'll just, we'll just make everyone believe that he did it. Everyone would think he did it anyway. He's a fucking raging drunk. Um, uh, she just comes up with this psychotic plan very easily. Um, uh, and so they're like, okay. And so they get the body in the car. Uh, and uh, drive. Uh, well, Rebecca's like, I'm gonna, drive. I'll clean up that, yeah. clean up the house. Yeah, and Hathaway's like, I'm going to clean up the house. We can't leave any evidence. So um, uh, one young Eileen gets the car back, goes home, uh, leaves the car in the back, and then is waiting to be picked up by uh, by Anne Hathaway. Um, I actually initially, she's like staring out of her window. I initially thought the police were going to come, uh, that the, tw- the twist was going to be that Rebecca called the police on her. But no, instead, uh, it's the... Um, Rebecca just doesn't turn up. She's smoking. And they actually, I think, in quite a good move, they hold it for, like, a while. Just a shot of Eileen just sitting there in, like, the street light coming through the uh, window, smoking. Um, We then get another misdirect, although I thought this was an odd misdirect, uh, where we see her get up, uh, go drive, and she, like, just goes out to the woods and is standing in the cold. And then it cuts back to the house mm. and she actually didn't do that. And her dad's woken up uh, and she's like, go, go back to sleep, dad, you fucking raging alcoholic. Um, uh, and so this time she goes out again and drives out to the forest. I thought it was an odd misdirect considering she actually but then I, just I, does do it. I think what it's meant to be is like those flashes yeah. are always her imagination. And up until that point, she is not acting oh, out her oh actually that's uh that's actually a really good yeah that's yeah. a really good point yeah no i completely missed that that's a good point um so yes this time uh, she does she drives out we actually see uh this time that i would argue uh questionably somehow she has got her fully grown adult dad into the car no no no, no that's um, not the dad it's uh it's the body it's still um the same woman uh... it's 100 percent the woman 
It's not her dad. She leaves her dad in the house and she drives off with her. Let me have a... Maybe... Where did... Where did I think I saw... Is that... Uh, yeah, no, that might be the woman. That yeah. might be the camcorder thing. I thought she'd, like, got her dad. Anyway. No, no, no. Um, it's... She takes body out there. She leaves, she dumps the car. Um, I thought it was smarter when she got the dad in there. Make no, it even no. more obvious. Yeah. Um, uh, and she hitchhikes away um, in a in a lorry. Uh, she does a little smile. Uh, and, then, and then she goes, Eileen. Uh, and, of course, um, another advert for slots, slotslights.net <laughs> pops up, <laughs> as we know. Um, uh, and, yeah, the, the credits roll on Eileen. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> Give <laughs> me opinion. What did you think <laughs> of this movie? Did uh, you think it stink? No, I, I do not think it's stink. Uh, I think it's weird. <laughs> I think it's a it's an incredibly deliberately weird movie. Yeah. Um, it's gross. It's it's really nasty, and it's nasty in a way that I don't think Anne Hathaway has done a movie this nasty since. Uh, oh Christ! What was the like third movie where um, Havoc? This if, oh, if any, it's, oh, that, I bought, this is way better than that. This no, 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 that's what I mean. It's way than better that. than Havoc, but it has a similar level of nastiness as Havoc. Like, yeah. Which and like when I say nasty, like that's a quality I like in a movie. If a movie is nasty and good, that's good. If a movie is nasty and bad, then you feel bad. Um, it's it's uh, a fascinating counterpoint to uh, she came to me. <laughs> Which is such I, a... I, I don't know how or why, but I'm interested No, I just think they're both out. aggressively weird films. Like, they are... It's... I think it gives you a bit of insight into the roles that Anne Hathaway is currently interested in playing. And it's that she is interested in... As she goes from one stage of her career as a young starlet to another stage of her career as an older actress. And I, I think... Anne Hathaway's going to be around forever. She's clearly, like, had a long enough career that she, she'll continue to act in stuff. I think Anne ha- she definitely will end up in like bigger, wider release movies again. I think for now, which is often a, like a tough transition point, as we've often talked about, I'm glad that she's not making the hustle. She's making movies where she's interested in these characters. Um, I think she's great in this film. We'll get onto that a little bit later. I think yeah. the movie is good. I think I, I the movie is good. It's just uh, at times the first two acts, three acts, I guess are so you being like, I don't know if I like this movie. You know, when it when you're kind of like, it, it's just her, you know, getting off in, a, in the uh, home. I don't really enjoy the father character. Um, and enjoys the very, wrong word. Very one-dimensional. Yeah, but I, 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 that didn't work for me. And yeah. I, if it was going to be weirder, maybe that those segments could be weirder still. But once the twist hits, suddenly the movie is cooking with gas. It's like, it it hits, and then the movie is like, turns it up to 11. Well, yes, and and so we'll we'll hit, before we talk about one of the things I do like about this, we'll hit on, that is probably my biggest criticism of it, is, yeah, but that happens with 20 minutes left in the movie, Al. Like, what do you mean it's cooking with gas? It does that, like, it, it, the gas goes, and, and then it fucking disappears immediately. Like, I absolutely agree, those last 20 minutes, like, they're really interesting, but that, that feels like what, should well, have, to some extent, been, sure. like, but the first a, act. Like, short... suddenly that's the thing that changes. No, I, I disagree with that, because, like, I think it's a it's a short movie anyway, so, like, 
20 minutes left of the movie is still relative to the length of this movie quite a high percentage of the film left like it, i would argue it does not feel like that I think, though but, it feels like that first hour and five minutes up until anna hathaway saying there's a body in my basement sure feels like an hour and five minutes and then the last 20 but feel because like they feel five yeah because they feel propulsive but like i for me very much like it felt that once i hit that way i was like oh this feels like there's another half of the movie after that and then you're right it feels incredibly propulsive and goes through it all very quickly but i i liked that i think that i did i did enjoy that and i i think the setups that happen in the first bit do make sense to me in that later bit um i just I mean, don't that, love that, them that much that, that's fine i just like oh like, you know i love a 90 minute movie I think they should have been a longer movie. No, I think they should no, have tacked no, no, no. on another no. another twenty minutes no. and had more time with the interesting part of no, the movie. No, no, no. I mean, you sit here saying that there's twenty minutes that feel like five minutes that are the good part of the movie, but and the, you're uh, like, but that's, nah, but like, but but I, don't make it any longer. But 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 that's my thing. I don't want to take a twenty minute movie a bit stretched out of forty minutes and something feels like it's fifty minutes. You know what I mean? Like, did I say stretch? Did it, I say stretch out? No, no, no you I said, said add, you said tack on an extra twenty minutes. I don't think there's no, twenty I said minutes tack on. I, 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 it's way the resolution there is way too it's way too quick to be satisfying. I don't think it's like a, it, I, it, I, for me there is no resolution in the film. That's why I like it. Well, it's it's also, a lead. Well, it, I, I, it, even you can still have the open ended nature of the end. I just think that you spend an hour going, oh, Would what you, the fuck? So, you spend an hour going, what the fuck is this film about? So do you want to know the structure? And then you of go, the, oh, this is what the film is do about. You know oh, and it's over. The structure of the novel. I have no clue in the structure of the novel. No, no, no. Do you want to know what it is? Go for it. Sure. So, effectively, the novel is uh, Eileen, 50 years in the future, narrating her last week in her hometown to the okay. reader. We have all that stuff, da 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 And then it ends with, like, her, basically, she gets to New York. Um, she then basically says, like, I had a series of, you know, marriages and love affairs. Uh, and I lived a relatively happy life from there on out. Would that be a better ending for you? No. No, I like. Th- th- I feel this is propulsive. I don't. And again, I don't want to like overhype this movie because I. I have. I agree. I have problems with it. But my problems are not with the like after when when that hits. It for me, it feels like it cooks with gas. But in that, like, it's suddenly like it, the heat is turned up incredibly, and I like that. And like, I don't I mind that the I first would like act. More of that. Sure, but I don't want more of that because I. I. I'm okay. I, what I want is for the first act to be better. I don't I also want agree the... with that. I also sure. agree with that. Is that like, um, I don't, uh, and also I don't love Thomas and Mackenzie's performance in this. I, th- I think I think she I think she bounces well off of um, uh, off of Anne Hathaway. I think they have good chemistry, and I, which is one of the things I'll get to on uh, uh, one of the things I particularly like about this film. But that's more of a societal thing, so I'll get to it in yeah. a sec. Um, Wait, uh, she's I... a nepo baby. Oh, well, of course she fucking is. Who's her? Who's her, 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 uh, her mum is a dame. Her grandma was a dame. Her grandma was a dame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, granddaughter she's of the one of a... Dame uh, Kate Harcourt. Yeah, she's uh, part of an acting dynasty, clearly, of, of New Zealand acting. Now, admittedly, do I know who Miranda Harcourt is? No. So I say it's Nepo, baby. Not really in America. Like that, that trades off. But uh, what about... But they are dames. Kate Hart, um, Catherine Hargold. Anyway, um, I think she bounced off uh, Anne Hathaway well. I think they have good chemistry. I also think she uh, has this, like, wide-eyed, blank-faced 
face uh, that works really well for this role where she like really suits this person who has just kind of never really felt like she has a place or a role in life or society because of the patriarchy um and uh like never feels like she has agency never feels like she can do anything and i think thomason like works that really well and then is really eerily creepy like she 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 comes across very well as someone who is both doing this and enjoying it but clearly extremely uncomfortable in it sure like i I think she hits that well i i get that i the what what i got from her was i'm crazy i'm a little bit crazy what am i gonna do at some point (laughs) in this movie because i'm a little bit crazy like it's I, a weird. I, I I didn't get that. I, that that's not what I read for the performance, but that's fine. What I do want to talk about uh, on the positive side of things, and I don't think this is something we've talked about uh, on mic, but it is something we've talked about off mic. Um, we had the discussion about movies being these days sexy but not horny, uh, and this came from an article that I read where like action stars and film stars from the eighties would uh like not be as chiseled or whatever as today the like body standard like look at bruce willis in fucking uh the original diehards or whatever and he is a perfect like he's in good shape but he's a perfectly normal attainable level of good good shape and then he comes back and does the later diehards and he has to be absolutely jacked um and so in the like 80s and the early uh, and the 70s and 90s you have these film stars who are deeply horny basically it's the is the theory of this article but that as we get into modern days we have like big movie stars who are incredibly chiseled incredibly quote-unquote sexy but feel completely sexless like you have all that all the marvel movies where you and i'm not saying that i think marvel movies for children should be more horny but you have all these people who are like incredibly sexy beings but put in front of us for the for the male gaze or whatever but they feel like they've never touched a woman and i would know because i have experience um and so what i quite like about this movie (laughs) is this movie is incredibly horny yeah it's but not sexy at all it is not a sexy movie at all but it's a deeply horny movie and i like that it actively punishes you for its horniness (laughs) it it makes you think oh they're gonna do it now that and hathaway wants to uh, get with eileen uh, and instead, she's like, I have a woman tied up in the basement. Let's go hear a harrowing story of childhood molestation. Yeah. Um, so I, I need to give, I was about to say, and so I like that. And I really need to give some breathing space between you saying child molestation and me saying I like that. So I want to make it very clear. I'm talking about, yeah, in in a uh, Hollywood landscape that often feels very, very sexless, uh, despite being presented um as quote-unquote sexy i appreciated this movie for basically being the complete opposite which is extremely horny and not sexy at all um so i i like that about the um both the performances but i think the ways in which it's shot and framed i already talked about the lighting i think the ways in which this film uses lighting to show the differences between um when eileen is living in like her dream fantasy horny land um and when it's more like stark and sterile reality um i I like that um anything else you want to talk about i'm trying to think if i have anything else uh, on on the movie in general we'll talk about anne hathaway's performance uh, in a second but But um, i I think that's mostly it for me and the um 
So as uh, dear long-time listeners will know, when we uh, rate these films, we rate them on um, uh, four, four, I guess, oh, oh, Alexander. Yeah. What, I, we have five things to talk about. Uh, we obviously rate the film itself out of five. We have yeah. uh, uh, Anne Hathaway's performance out of five. We have the America's Sweetheartometer, uh, how much of America's Sweetheart is Anne Hathaway in this film. And then we uh, also have the Hathaway stash away. We decide whether we're going to stash away this film to save humanity or whatever fucking bollocks was. But there is also the now potentially incorrectly named Anne's Man's List, where we have been uh, rating the love interests of Anne Hathaway up until this point. Now, I want to say we are not uh, homophobic people. We called it Anne's Man's because Anne has only had male um, uh, romantic partners in films up until this point. Do we... Is man a gender-neutral term for our purposes? Here's my thought. I think we have to start a separate list for Anne's Womance, okay? I I think we have to... (laughs) I think... I know where she's going on that list, but I think there's a new list now. I, 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 yeah, no, I'm happy. I'm happy with that as a solution. Um, and Woman's. Um, am I correct in saying she's never had a woman? Uh, I'm. Sure, I bet you've got a woman on yours because yours is oh, fucking probably. everyone. Actually, in which case, let, um, let me have a look at my Anne's Man's yeah, list. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm looking at my Anne's Man's list. I'm almost certain that I don't have uh, uh, a woman. I have a. I, I have. I have a cat. But it's a male cat, and I have a bird. But it's a male bird. Uh, actually, I have three birds, um, uh, and I have a sniveling little worm. But that's Lawrence Fox. So um, yeah, I don't have any women on mine. Fourth Jonas brother, British spies. While while you're checking that, I'm gonna. No, do I don't have any women on the list. You do, so we yeah. So we are now. Now my list is technically called the Anne Hathaway love interest list. So. But I, I think mean, it's, well, the you, I, I agree, it's the Anne's Man's list. I agree, it's the Anne's Man's list. Just because it's your notes as Anne okay. Hathaway Love Interest. And I want it's, to make... We've been calling it Anne's Man's every fucking I episode. <laughs> I want to make clear that if a non-binary person comes along and wants to be on the list, we will create a new list. We, we will create a new list. <laughs> and we have... I'm not going to task myself with coming up with that rhyme for no. now. Um, so uh, we've got Anne's Man's and Anne's Woman's. Um, uh, but let's... Talk, uh, I'm going to do final thoughts on this film. Um... I really have no clue what I think of this film. <laughs> it's a, it's a difficult film to to think about. Like I say, I I think that first hour um, isn't particularly tense for what is supposed to be a thriller. Um, it feels very wishy washy. While I enjoy the performances, I like the chemistry between um, Anne Hathaway and um, Thomas and Mackenzie. Uh, uh, I I I spend that first hour going, what 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 is this about? What's the point of this? Uh, so I don't know. I I, I don't want to get into the realm of saying how it could be better because I don't know whether it should be more tense. Would that make the reveal at the end worse? Mm. I don't know. Does it just need to be more interesting? Maybe. Um, but yeah, that first hour isn't great. But that sets up for what what is a great fucking twist like it really got me i went back and watched it twice because it really got me off guard um and then the last bit there is really propulsive as you say like it's it's got a great a lot of energy but in my opinion in the weight of the movie there's not a lot enough of that or the stuff before isn't good enough whichever Mm. one it is but if that's the part of the movie that i enjoy i don't like that there is so little of it I don't like that I like so little of the movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, even if there's uh, nice things about it. But it's also a well-acted, well-directed to uh, most extent um, film. 
I think it has potentially some interesting things to say uh, about like the role, like the oppressive nature of the patriarchy in this time or now as well um and the ways in which uh, women are forced into like being background characters or being forced into doing things against their will um uh that creates a character like eileen who ends up fucking shooting someone basically just to make her own life interesting um and yeah i, th I think there's interesting stuff to say uh i wish i could have watched it in better context and hathaway go and make films that come out in fucking wide theatrical releases uh and yeah i think <sighs> am i gonna give it higher or lower than a three obviously i do decimal places you don't i don't think this was a bad movie i gave armageddon time 2.9 and i think i enjoyed this more than armageddon time Although I don't remember a lot about that film, and I will certainly fucking remember parts of this film. Um, so I'm going to give it a 3.69 uh, for being horny. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. That's made that a way better <laughs> fucking rating. Um, it's a 3.69 for being horny, baby. Um, so for myself, uh, what I would probably say is uh, I like the movie. It's strange i like it that it's strange it's probably not strange enough for me early on i think if there was more gross stuff early on for me i, I would be more aggressively for it like i liked when those are the things which are very off-putting in the first act and i think it's just a while where like and again i don't when i say i don't like a, uh, thomas and mckenzie's performance i i like enough of it kind of i do i do feel like she feels unhinged from the first second we see her on screen um and uh i i, I think where where what i just want to and I'm not saying it's a, a correct or incorrect reading, but I think I just read that a little bit more as like socially awkward. Like she, she doesn't quite, she feels like repressed and socially awkward. I don't know. But I can see that that, uh, yeah. I can see that being yeah. read in, I mean, a, in like it towing over the You put snow on your labia in the first second we see you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to feel you a bit unhinged. And I don't mind, again, I don't mind that. I like that. Like, like you, you just, you just got to get out a little bit more. <laughs> um, but uh, I think with that said, uh, you know, so it, it's definitely a like interesting one. It's it's weird. There's, there's probably more I want from it. For me, it's somewhere between three and a four. Um, I don't do half stars though, obviously. Uh, so I'm probably going to go for a four. I, I, I think Ooh, I... That is wild. I can't believe you're giving this a four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love that at the end enough. Like, I, again, on other things, I would probably go for another score. But here, I would stick uh, wholeheartedly with a... Uh... Oh, God, that, that is wild. Like, I, I've been more positive about this. And I would have... I, like, I, I'm upset that I've added a 0.69 onto my three. But it's a funny joke. Okay, let me think. I love it. Okay, give me a sec. Give me a sec. You don't, you, like, you don't have to. I, it, it just doesn't. Okay. It doesn't feel that the way you've talked about this. No, I just felt I, like I, a because I no no. But here's my thing. I like that second act so much that uh, that as much as you were like, oh, I want more. I was like, no, no, no. I think that bit's perfect. I just wanted more from the earlier stuff. Um, so you know, sure, maybe a, maybe a three. But I really, 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 really like the the from the point where it begins playing with fire and i liked stuff in the earlier sections too it's just you know are we are we locking in a three or yeah locking a three locking a three okay um and hathaway's performance i mean she's great in this. she's yeah. uh she's clearly having so much fun in her fucking blonde wig um and being like like i say just chewing on the scenery um she's 
all over the place in that like final little bit which is great like when you when you learn why she's been so weird you suddenly go oh that's been so fucking good up until that point um the scream alone that that's a that's a great scream that's a great scream it really feels like her just completely letting out the absolute insanity that is currently um sat inside her um and i think for i think i think it's wild that we have not at any point mentioned or discussed that it makes no fucking sense for this psychiatrist to lock up this woman in the basement it makes no sense but anne hathaway's performance sells it anne hathaway's performance really makes it seem realistic that she's ended up in this she just shoved her down the stairs like she shouldn't be there anyway it's that's my the thing i like about it we didn't really talk about it is like nobody everyone has a bad plan none of their plans are good plans they are all bad plans they are just people reacting and they're going like oh we we can figure it out like the plan to take her home to the dad and have the dad shoot doesn't make any sense it's a bad plan but that's kind of what you might do in one of those situations where like this happens and you're like fuck 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 what do we do yeah but she is a she's She's a Harvard graduate psychiatrist. They don't train you in murder at Harvard. No, no. I'm saying there are so many points throughout all of her steps where she should not have ended up in any of those positions. But I'm trying to fucking praise Anne Hathaway. I'm trying to say that like it, it is something that in a different film with a worse performance, you'd go, this makes no fucking sense. This is so unbelievable. But Anne Hathaway really sells that what you're saying of like, she just kept on tumbling into making the next thing and then the next thing fucking happened so she just had to do the next thing well she's already knocked out on the floor so i gotta fucking tie her up because well what am i gonna do and oh god well she can't wake up so i've got to feed her codeine and oh god she's been shot well we can't have her live so she's gotta die um because she's only shot in the shoulder like she, she really but, doesn't but have as she to said, die she, she doesn't want to go to jail She's like she exactly. says, I yeah, can't yeah. go so to jail. Ha- yeah. So she has to kill her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the the selling of that performance of just the next thing's happening and oh god, that means this thing happens, has to happen is really really great. So I'm going to give her a four point two. Nice. I'll give her a yeah. I think a four. I don't think it's my favorite Anne Hathaway performance. I like it. Um, I I it definitely feels like uh, mercurial in a way that I like. So four. Cool. Um, and then the uh, Anne, America's Sweetheart Hometer. How much of uh, America's Sweetheart is Anne Hathaway in this film? Oh, low. Uh, one. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I like this movie. No one's going to see it. Um, um, uh, that has nothing to do with well, no, no, but, uh, but it, do, it does in terms of like, I, I think right now, like, I don't think the character, I think the character is very not uh, America's Sweetheart. See, that, that's my thing. I think she needs to be better at murder to be America's Sweetheart. She's not, she's too bad at murder to be America's Sweetheart. So uh, I'm going to give her a 1.2 because she is blonde and in the 60s. And that's pretty America's Sweethearter uh, of her. But um, outside of that, she's not got a lot going for her. Um, uh, and are you going to stash away this film, Alexander? Yeah, I will. I, I this film is weird as shit, and I like that. Um, uh, no, definitely fan. Uh, yeah, it's got to be a no for me. Got to be a no. I'd like. There's not. There's not enough in it for me, which is weird because again, it came. It, it's uh, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, 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 there, there wasn't enough. Like, there's too much of this film that. There's too much of this film that isn't good. 
is is my thing. There's plenty of this film that is good, but there's too much of it that isn't, uh, and it, that kind of plods along. Um, and when you make that last bit so good, to me, it almost makes the first bit seem even worse by comparison. Because uh, you're like, well, fuck, why did I sit around for an hour? Like, if you can do this, why have I been sitting around for an hour with you not necessarily doing exactly this, but, you know, doing better? Um, so when we don't, or when I don't stash away something, I've got to present something else to, to satisfy humanity for a week. And I have no clue so what am i gonna do what am i gonna do um jimmy looking around his room yeah yeah uh, <laughs> i'm gonna I put could... bed mug bed <laughs> b- bed mug into um uh so we're gonna do a bit of a role play alexander we're uh-huh. gonna see if that see if that gets me there um you are eileen uh i'm her dad uh and you're gonna come home um and you're gonna ask me what i'm snatching away this week to to tide over humanity we'll see we'll see if that gets me there hey hey dad i had a doozy of a day but oh you had a doozy of the day yeah. you had a doozy of the day yeah I stashed away the film Eileen in my stash away what oh, are you gonna stash away, stash away Bob? I stashed away the film Eileen oh well actually oh yeah no I remember I remember something I stashed away uh, early in my life and, and that was that was photographs I stashed away photographs for, uh, for for memories and I'd like to I'd like to stash away photographs I think people should take more photographs uh uh, this bit isn't going to tongue dog at any point. It's just how I got to my actual thing that I'm stashing away. <laughs> it's not going to tongue dog at any point. It'll be a weird way for this thing to end. I just It's how I actually got to what look, I was going to stash away. Look at this photograph. Look at this photograph. Yes, I just did the dad from Eileen as Nickelback. I will accept my Oscar now. Thank you very much. So that brings us to... <laughs> The end of this episode uh, with some uh, differing feelings on a film for the first time in a while. I feel like normally we agree on things. Actually, no, that's not true. You also put Armageddon time in, and I didn't because uh, that film. I, 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 I may now regret that. I have soured more I, on I, Armageddon time. Alexander, I genuinely I could not tell you anything about that film. All I, I know, all I, my only memory of that film is that they make Anne Hathaway ugly. Uh, that was my main complaint about it: is that she's not into like old beleaguered mother roles yet and they shouldn't be cast as, as that. this that's, movie that's the only... shows yes as this movie shows um and as my song uh, very clearly referenced um this will probably come out pretty soon i don't we're recording it on the 16th of december it'll probably come out uh, pretty soon and then uh, you can expect maybe our uh, <laughs> our christmas special in about a week's time um i <laughs> I haven't gone back and listened to it. We did record it a while ago. Um, maybe I'm just going to decide it doesn't deserve being released, but we'll see how that goes. Um, so get excited for our uh, Christmas special next week. Um, and then we'll be heading into uh, 2024. And I don't think we've got anything slated for uh, early 2024, do we? And Anne Hathaway doesn't have anything that's got actual release dates yet. Um, and no, oh. Tom Hanks does not have a single thing, unless he's starring in these things that he's also producing, which is possible, but it doesn't seem it. Uh, maybe he is. Uh, but yeah, he's got a couple things uh, on the horizon, but nothing in early 2024. So uh, it may be a while until uh, dear listeners see us, but I- I'd like to poke a little 
do a little poke behind the curtain here, dear listeners, um, because I, it's, I just remembered this story, uh, which is the last time me and Al were hanging out in person. Uh, we had a full-on, genuine argument, oh, an no. actual argument, yeah. shouting at each other about what we would name the hypothetical, I want to make it clear, hypothetical, we are not planning to actually do this on this podcast, the hypothetical season about Ryan Gosling's uh, career. And not not about whether we would do it, not arguing about whether it was the right person, just the hypothetical name of that hypothetical season that we weren't planning to actually do, and we got in a genuine actual argument about it um so dear listeners don't say that we don't suffer for our art for you um this this podcast is tearing at the seams of our friendship uh, and that will become even more clear when you listen to our christmas episode uh alexander do you have anything to leave with our dear listeners before we go uh guys go out there uh you know hug your friends it's christmas uh spread the love uh download the podcast obviously get them to download the podcast and you know fist fight anyone and everyone who looks at you the wrong way absolutely absolutely i fully agree uh <laughs> um no oh, fuck I'm, I'm 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 whimpering out I, I thought i thought i had a joke it's just not there it's just not there so uh i guess for me jamie <laughs> my co-host al it's another up in the bank yes yeah, a serious end serious end for serious boys yeah or a serious no, no, we're not a comedy podcast anymore. Serious. No, 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 we're no longer goofs. a comedy podcast. We're now just a... No more goose. No more goose. Goodbye, comedy forever. <laughs> Blank spank.